1: That was bad. Yeah. I don't want to sound like the old man on the lawn, but do you remember 2001? Because I I do. How could you forget it? And the reason it meant a lot to me was because Stephon Marbury was on the New Jersey Nets at the time. And in the final two minutes, him and Kobe went at it. Like back and forth, back and forth. And defense was played to the point where down a point, Kobe saw a double team. Passed it to Tim Duncan, who got blocked by, I'm trying to remember who it was. Someone blocked his shot. They played defense. They cared. The game was awesome. And that was only 20 years ago, Craig. Now, Jalen Brown said it best. It's a glorified layup drill. Yeah, he also scored 35 and had no problem taking all those layups. What do you want him to do? I agree. No, no, don't attack Jalen Brown. What's he supposed to do? And by the way, Kobe Bryant, uh, who did overnights last night, by the way? E.J. Stewart, I think. I don't know who that is, but I give the... EJ's a stud. I told you about him already. Uh, yeah, I liked him a lot. So he played on the air last night, uh, audio of Kobe Bryant talking about the direction the All-Star game was going in, obviously probably right before he passed away. And he was uh, he was livid at it. And he goes, I always thought that this should be the greatest pickup game uh, ever. And that the audience would sit there and want to watch the greatest players on the planet playing a competitive game of pickup basketball. Yeah. And he he made the point, I forget, there's another player he was talking to when I heard it, and his point was, listen, we play harder pickup games at the UCLA campus in the offseason in front of nobody. And I guess that's what pros do to stay in shape, right? Right. He goes, this is our opportunity to show the world how great the game of basketball is with the greatest players. I want to compete. He would have hated last night. He, and, dude, he did. Like, yeah. I, I, that's the one all-star memory I have because it was – I had pride. Stefan Marbury was in that, so there was like that sure. team pride thing. And they went at it. Like, they didn't go at it for three quarters, but they certainly went at it in the last five minutes. And I think back then in 2001 there was Eastern Conference pride. And maybe that's a part of it. Like, who's playing yeah, for the not, pride right. of Giannis or the pride of LeBron? Nobody. And I don't, why, I don't mind the draft part. I think that's kind of clever. Well, the draft is cool until the game starts. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, to a point. That's true too. I, I don't think know. they got. I go. do have the solution, though. No, I have a solution. No, I got the solution. I got a better solution. I'll go first. Go ahead. USA versus the world. That's my solution. Yeah, because I told you in the office. No, oh, I earlier. told you. Wait, <laughs> who told who first? I told you. That pretty, was my answer. I should put a vote out. Who told who first? Uh, <laughs> you, you go USA versus the world. Dude, I think that would work. And I think, number one, there it would almost be like Olympics, right? Yep. yep. So I think you, you'd have a, a vested interest because, God forbid, the USA lost. That would be embarrassing. And the one thing we know about NBA players, I'm sure all athletes are like this, They don't want to be embarrassed on national TV. Which is why a lot of the other... Why a lot of guys don't do the dunk contest or guys don't want to do this or do that. They don't want to be embarrassed. Right? USA versus the world. I think it would work. You will get yourself a badass game of basketball. Like, there are different ways you could try to make it work. I heard the morning guys say put money on the line. I don't think money works. The guys make too much money, so throw that idea out there. But I think, like, international pride or country pride... Now, granted... You know, R.J. Barrett—he wouldn't make it. He's Canadian. playing for Team Canada. No, no, teaming it's up Team with, the World. No, no, but hear me out. R.J. Barrett and Luca aren't playing necessarily for the same thing. They're from different They're countries. Playing to beat America, right? So you're almost yeah. playing as like this anti-American yeah, thing. Yeah, even better. <laughs> like we need to show America you're not number one anymore. Now the only issue is who coaches the World Team, <laughs> because in Le- I guess you'd be a foreign-born coach. Yeah, uh, there's some, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a home run. I think it's the only way, though, Craig, to make players care about it. Because I think the artificial ideas like put money on the line now, doesn't you can't. work. can't. To put my line stupid because when you're making 40 or 50 million bucks a year, how much money are you going to play for? It right. means something to Plus, you. it also looks lame. Really? You're playing hard because you have $5 million on the line? Right. Watching that game in 01, thinking back to it. I think there was conference pride, Craig, because the West was dominating. Maybe. The Lakers were in the midst of a dynasty, wow. and the East was like upstarts. Allen Iverson, Vince Carter, Stephon Marbury like, hey, we're going to prove to you we're just as good. You can't do that anymore when you draft up teams. That's why the only solution is U.S. versus the world. That's it. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a home run. Matter of fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to reach out to the commissioner during the next break. And I'll say, I got an idea. How about USA versus the world next year? That'd be all. But you still want to draft? Draft all you want. Here's Don't the better that. idea, Give him this one, too. Instead of. Hold um, on. I can only give the guy. It's the Trust me. I promise you'll love the idea. Instead of your dopey midseason team tournament, a midseason one-on-one tournament. Yeah, but that, tournament. that midseason tournament's not <laughs> locked yet. Yeah, but they're going to do it. Uh, they're they're talking about one-on-one it. basketball. will get people watching. Yeah, but we have to. So every team has one guy. Every team's got one candidate. Yeah, so but you know guys, those guys will, pick, will you never know. do that. But they should. But they're never going. To. You got to convince them. Let's let's just do one thing at a time, Can we? But don't you think that would Can even we get, get accomplished one thing at a time? I, I get that, but the one-on-one thing would be get moms. I think it could do better than games. I, I really no, do. I don't think so. Because I remember back in uh, I don't know late '80s, early '90s. When uh, Dr. J played Kareem Abdul-Jabbar one-on-one for like $100,000. It's different. And uh, Dr. J as great as he is. And he did score, uh, and I believe they played losers out. But Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was unstoppable. It's different. He just backed them down and scored. We don't have as many back-to-the-basket players anymore. I know, but the point is you're going to have a guy take, like, Joker. All right, we'll make a rule where they can't pull Like, stuff. John It's not stopping them. So we make a rule that they can't do that, and then we play. And now we're making rules yes. against certain guys' skills. Yeah, because you don't that's want. That's why they won't play. You don't want a seven-footer just dominating because of their size. Yeah, I don't know. Let's start with just USA versus the world and go from there. I'm good with that. Yeah, and I mean, by the way. It'll help, that's for sure. Can you guys get it for me? I think we have been blessed this year already that we have had a couple, like, all-timers when it comes to national anthems. And last night, uh, my girl, Jewel, did the National Anthem, and she was dressed in this badass um, like NBA pantsuit. It was pretty cool. Though. And had logos from every team on it. Can I have one? I didn't, I didn't like the left thigh. Because it was Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> I was thinking that. But outside of that, it was totally bad. She not only had Brooklyn Nets, she had multiple Brooklyn Nets logos on that shirt. I only saw the one on the left thigh. Oh, she had two. And I was like, son of a bitch. Jewel yeah. was letting it be known without letting it be known where her support lies, and it's very much appreciated. Yeah, she's from Alaska, dude. Does she matter? grew up in L.A. She's not a fan of the Brooklyn Nets, I don't think. But, you know... All I know is... was half in New York (laughs) until a couple weeks ago. (laughs) All I know is I was checking out her pantsuit, multiple mentions. That was pretty badass, right? Yes. And I thought she... you guys have a little taste of that? Just give me a little taste. If you don't mind, this is last night. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? We at the last I mean, I think it's awesome. Was it better though than Fergie's? No. <laughs> Fergie's is my all-time favorite NBA anything oh, national anthem. Oh, <laughs> Can you see? Oh, oh, oh Billy! <laughs> My favorite thing about Anthem last night, though, is she's playing. The first cut is to LeBron James. And he's scratching his beard. But, well, yeah, but LeBron James, and then they
0: fade, and right into the next cut is Guy Fieri. Yes.
1: It goes from from LeBron James (laughs) right to Guy Fieri. (laughs) Guy was into it. Guy just made bank at the Super Bowl, too. Oh, nice. He uh, did the Guy Fieri tailgate party. Made a couple milli on that. Mm-hmm. Crazy, wow. right? Wow. Yeah, it was what like a thousand bucks a ticket or something stupid. Damn. Yeah, for what? For what? For a quesadilla with black beans in it? <laughs> Ooh, you're so clever. Some quesadillas are good, though. I like Guy Fieri, though. Here's uh, JoJo in Staten Island on the fan. Joey, what's up? So you guys were talking about showgirls before. Yeah. I remember watching that in the late 90s and thinking that in the most awful scene in that movie, there's a security guard that gets pretty physical with one of the girls in that movie, if you know the scene I'm alluding to. But he is Paul O'Neill's identical twin brother. I could have swore it was Paul O'Neill when I watched it the first time. I may have to uh, call Paul up and double check on that. It's a that possibility. would be the greatest <laughs> cameo ever. I, I I swear to you guys, look it up on the internet that scene, and it, it looks right. like Paul O'Neill's twin brother. See, here we go. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out for you, buddy. Appreciate so it. I'm, what I'm doing is I'm Googling "Showgirls" and Paul O'Neill. The CBS maybe he did it. This I, I would say he probably didn't. <laughs> but, Probably. you know... Wouldn't I, that be the most badass cameo you could make? No. No? The best one of all time is you don't even know he's on the screen. You will not remember this because you're too young. Yeah. But there was a show back in the day called Land of the Lost. They made it into a movie. And in Land of the Lost, there are, uh, like, serpent uh, creatures who uh, mean the uh, human being's bad bad things, right? And they're called sleestacks. Mm-hmm. All right. And on the TV show, which was a big show in the late 70s, uh, Land of the Lost, there's a famous pro athlete who actually played one of the slee stacks. That's badass. That is. His name was Bill Lane Beer. Really? Yep. That's kind of cool. He was a slee stack in the TV show, not the movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there you go. So, But I'm with you. I'm with you. I'd like to be a cushion. Uh, <laughs> In the movie. I don't need to be a security guard. <laughs> no, I, I could just be a bottle of water inside that club. <laughs> how about a, pretty good. How about a pole? Would I, you I, like I to be wouldn't a pole? mind being a pole. Yes, I'd be an inanimate object. I'd be a pole. <laughs> yes, only for that movie, though. Just that dirty. one. Yes. Hey, can you guys grab me another pair of headphones? The uh, the connection on this is uh, static. What would you like to be in the movie like. Wild Things? I'd like to be water in a pool. Yeah, that's fine with me. It's not bad, right? Or a G-string. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Al in Bergenfield, New Jersey. Al, what do you got, kiddo? Hey, Craig, Evan, thanks for taking my call. So, so you guys were talking about how the uh, NBA All-Star weekend and the game is not as competitive. They should just add some of these uh, different events, like like a shortened 21 or Horse or even like King of the Court, one-on-one-on-one, maybe up to five. Yeah, but then what happens is and, you wind up ending where the NFL is right now that people are not thrilled about, which is – You know, these glorified skills competitions or backyard games. Here's the problem. So we watched horse during the pandemic. It didn't work. Like, it was a nice effort. It was on TV. It didn't work. And unlike football, where you really can't have a Pro Bowl because of the physicality of it, you can have a good basketball game. All you need are for the guys to care. Because we've seen it. It's not like you're risking major injury, which you are in football. So it's just about how do you make guys care? And back in the day, it was conference pride, and baseball, it was league pride. Now I think it's where I'm well, from. Well, uh, you know, you know what I think it is. Yeah, I think it's there are certain guys who are just bigger than every other guy on the court, as good as they all are, and everyone follows their lead. Uh, and then that, you know, Michael Jordan was going to play, Kobe Bryant was going to play, Kevin Garnett was going to play. And guys of that ilk were going to play. They wanted to compete. They wanted the best, right? Mm-hmm. Not that it was, you know, Game 7 NBA Finals best, but they competed. And I think if you don't have the greatest players of the greats saying, hey, okay, okay, fellas, listen up. Gotta Everybody set the tone. come on in. Yeah. We're playing basketball tonight. Then no one's going to do it. No, you need guys to set the tone, and that's not been the case. Right. Because you know what's next? What's next is star players going, eh, I'm going to Cabo two days earlier. Right. I want the whole week off. Well, think about it, LeBron James, whether you believe it or not, injured himself last night. He hit his pinky or his middle index finger. Uh, in enough to come out of the game. Yeah. So that's going to lead potentially to more, eh, it's not worth it. And the truth is you don't need to save the All-Star game. Like, I can live without it. But if you want to save the All-Star game, because I watched like 20 minutes last night. And the reason I watched 20 minutes is I like the Elam ending. I think it has great potential. Yeah. But I put it on, and that didn't even work. No, they didn't try to get there. And, and listen, I think we also learned on Saturday night that the three-point uh, contest is what it always was. And the big names do participate in that. Mm-hmm. You know, Steph Curry's won it three times, whatever it is, right? They got Dame plan. And right? I think the reality is that what you saw this uh, Mac McClung kid do is show you that you can still have a dunk contest and people be all into it. Because that kid saved the dunk contest. Single handedly saved the dunk he contest. He did, but he didn't. You know why? I happen to have it on. I saw it. It was tremendous. Like, I'm not going to argue that. But you're not going out of your way to tune in. You're okay. going out of your way to tune in for the names. Right. Well, that's, that's why the problem. I said to you off air, you now have a choice, in my opinion. You either now do an ad one type tour and I scour the nation next year uh, for the best dunkers everywhere and anywhere. And I have an actual dunk contest with dudes who do what this guy did, because there's other people out there that can do it, obviously, right? Or number two, I go to the young studs in the league. And I'm the commissioner. And I'm Adam Silver and I go, Fells, Ja Moran. Uh, you know, pick I always use Ja. Uh, whoever you want to pick, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the top, top guys who we know can throw it down. Mikael Bridges. Relax with that. Yeah. Man, all right. I think more like Spider Mitchell, but yeah, <laughs> fine. Okay, sure. And I go, guys. You're the future generation of the NBA. You need to take ownership back. Because you got a kid that walked out of a YMCA yesterday and dominated the greatest players on the planet Earth, and he now holds that trophy. You need to take it back. That's why they won't do it. That's why they won't do why? it. Why, why would some you Mac McClung look? doesn't embarrass them? Craig, you may hate me for saying this, but I really believe it. Mac McClung's dunks would have beat the daylights out of Vince Carter, he would have won. I'm May, sorry. Maybe Vince Carter would have done something else. Maybe. Maybe. Well, you m- think the Zach Levine dunk in Brooklyn ten years ago You know, wouldn't have been up there? I think the problem Boom. is we've seen it all. Like we've seen everything. I just saw a 540. I've never seen it before. Yeah, but I think what made Mac McClung's dunks so great was that he's not seven foot. He's six at most. He's nobody. Right. He looks like he's a librarian, oh. and that added to his dunks. They yeah. were really good. But I I I don't know, man. These stars would lose. That's the problem. Do you I, think LeBron James wins the dunk contest on Saturday I have night? faith that the stars, if challenged, would come to the table. Some guys would falter, of course, but I think the stars would perform because that's what sets them apart. And like, this Mac McClung, this is one of the great stories for any kid out there. I give the kid all the credit in the world. No, he was great, too. Big dude. stage did his thing. He's not an NBA player, though, as of yet, as far as I know. He was a YouTube sensation. My kids have been watching his videos since this guy was in high school. Only dunking. So you're telling me that a John Morant can't come up with something better? I don't know if he could. I say he can I don't know if he could. And if I'm Adam Silver, I get them all together, and I go, look, fellas, it's time to take and, it back. And someone's got to tell you, boy. Someone's got to help out Jericho Sims. Hey, pal, ain't that impressive. We not, get it. Not twice. You're t- you, you put your <laughs> arm in the hoop. Yeah. You're very tall. You're very athletic. No one's impressed. By the way, once, ah, okay. Twice? I mean, he does it again. <laughs> Dude, it wasn't that <laughs> impressive. <first>. Now, impressive <laughs> may be the wrong word. I can't do it. Craig can't do it. A lot of guys can't do it. But no one was watching that saying, oh, my God. Oh. Now, And then Jericho decides to do it again. And to make matters worse, I mean, Julius Randle embarrassed himself. No, no, that. but we knew that going in. I thought Saturday night was a very bad night for the, for the New York Knicks franchise. Well, to be bad fair, I am not quite sure why Julius Randle was offered the invitation late. And why he said yes to it. I don't quite get it. I know he takes the seventh most threes in basketball. He shoots 32%, he shoots 32%. for three. percent. I don't understand. And what makes matters worse, I'm going to have compassion now for Julius Randall. TNT, how dare you? How dare you put his son on TV immediately? You got to. Why? He's a kid. He's upset. Is he embarrassed know, by, by that. his dad? Listen, I mean, when when his dad drops 35 at the guard, they have that kid on TV. And I think it's great that the kid gets to go see his pops play all the time. I think it's awesome. That's great. But listen, when pops sucks, you camera. Think about his poor son. Camera. There were two viral moments of Julius' son. Number one is this, him being upset after his father was terrible in the three-point contest. And the other one is him saying, I hate Brooklyn. They always <laughs> beat my dad. Like, I feel bad for the kids, seriously. Yeah, I don't. Stats <laughs> making $35 million a year and he's up playing at Madison Square Garden every night. He'll be all right. <sighs> He'll be just fine. There's nothing to worry about. It'll be good. And the good news was at least Julius wasn't picked last, even though there was no last. last. because they – and you know why they did that. Yeah, because Adam Silversoft and James Harden cried about it. I know right. why Right, they last. reversed the order so the starters got picked last so that there wasn't any issue of, oh, you got picked last. Right. Like Joker was second last. Which is which a joke. Which is stupid. Yeah. He actually yeah. walked down prior to being picked. <laughs> because he's like, I I'm not being picked last. I did think it was funny that um, – Your boy Giannis, who's still likable, although that will wear thin at some point if he wins another championship. You know, the kind of, like, babe in the woods, like, I'm naive, I'm not an american yet, that kind of thing, right? Right. He tried to pick Ja twice. (laughs) Everyone's like, dude, you can't pick him, he's a starter. The only reason I think Giannis was being serious is his draft, even though they won the game. good, Good for him. His draft sucked. Like, he didn't know what he was doing. So it came across like Giannis is like Brody Van Wagen. Like, and he oh, just doesn't know yeah, how to do each If I can't have then <laughs> I'll just take that guy. I mean, there's a guy in everybody's fantasy draft who in the 17th round just utters Aaron Judge. Oh, he was picked? My bad. Oh, I missed that one. Yeah, yeah, that happens. You're right. It happens in NFL drafts, too. Yeah. Saquon, he went second? <laughs> oh, man, I wasn't paying attention. I didn't see that. You sure? And we're in the fifth round, and no one's taking him. <laughs> <laughs> Here's uh, Tyler in Trumbull, Connecticut. Tyler, how are you? Hey, Craig, you were so right. The Jets are in a lot of trouble this year. I don't see them scoring one offensive touchdown all year. <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett wearing a hat in the restaurant is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. My grandfather was rolling in his grave. What, does he have a Game Boy in his pocket? <laughs> to him in some <laughs> cut him up for him? What a child. Yeah, now I'm with you. like, I'll wear the hat inside because whatever the reason is. But as soon as you're inside, you got to take the hat off, man. <laughs> Hey, first I saw the picture. I texted my brother. I said, hey, Papa would be dying right now if he saw this. Yeah, it's, it's an old school way of thinking. I appreciate you getting in, Tyler. Uh, but I saw it, and I'm like, I, I'm glad that he was invited to the lunch first off. But I'm like, man, you got to take the hat off, cuz. Like, you know, if I own the restaurant, as much as I'm happy that I've got the Jets tune business in my restaurant, it means they trust me, and there's probably no one else in the place. It's the middle of the day, whatever, afternoon. I would go up and say, pardon me. Sir. I'm sorry. That'd be a bad... Listen, y- you ordered the burrata. <laughs> y- you're not getting it. No burrata for you until you take off your hat. Like, what are you, you're in a restaurant. You're going to embarrass an adult. the prospective OC for Derek Carr yeah. in front of Derek Carr. If I'm Derek Carr, I'm sitting there eating my uh, veau milanier. He's going, son little a bitch has a hat on. Can you believe this guy? He yeah, hasn't <laughs> now, now, there's the only defense to having the hat on as an adult would be... Well, there's two... And I, I feel awkward saying it. What's that? That you're bald? Bald for a reason. What do you mean, bald for a reason? Uh, it's, I don't want to See, I put myself in these bad positions. I want. I even know what you mean. I'm going to tell you. If you're an adult, you don't know wear. We've established you now are with me. You got to take the hat off in the restaurant. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. And All I right. make a lot of rookie mistakes. Trust yes. me. Yes. Now, if you've just gone through chemo. Well, yeah, okay. I think we leave the hat on. Whatever you got to do, we respect that. Right. If you've got really bad hair plugs Mm -hmm. and they're unsightly and you're trying to woo Derek Carr there and you're like, if I take off the hat, he's going to be like, I'm not playing football for this guy. (laughs) Look at that hair. I'll accept that one. Outside of that, hat comes off. So Nathaniel Hackett really has no excuse. I hope not. He's got no excuse. Yeah. I hope not is right. Do you yeah. think this will cause Derek Carr to say, eh, no, because no, I you go to New Orleans again. I know I know for a fact that um, you know Derek didn't fly in just for lunch, uh, and I know the meetings went very well with Derek Carr. Yeah, but not well enough to wrap up a deal now. Well, he not could sh- sign today if he wanted. He's not yeah. signing today. By the way, how do you know? Because I get the... I how don't, do you know? Okay, I don't know. I'm making you a prediction. Go. Derek Carr is doing a tour. He met with the Giants. He's met with New Orleans. He'll meet with a handful of other teams because I think Derek Carr doesn't feel like he needs to rush to sign. I don't think he feels that way. I don't think it's a rush. I think think Derek Carr went into it saying, I'm playing for one of these two or three teams. Yeah, and, and look, right? I know we disagree, but here's where we agree. While Aaron Rodgers is my first choice, we both agree Derek Carr would be our second choice or my second choice, your first choice. So if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, I'm good with Derek Carr. I am. Yeah, but that's a, that's, as you know, it's a dangerous game I don't to think it, I don't think it's that dangerous because I don't think Derek Carr is signing tomorrow. And I think the Aaron Rodgers thing will sort itself out quicker than Here's we the realize. Problem. One of the things that just happened to Derek Carr was that he was unwanted. He was mistreated and unwanted by the Raiders, right? I don't think anyone can really dispute that. Right. Sending him home for the last two games, all that nonsense, right? If I'm Derek Carr and now you've whined and dined me, We've had the conversation about football. I've told you more about who I am as a guy and my beautiful family, all that stuff that they do these lunches, right? And uh, you're like, yeah, we'll we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. Right? And I got one or two other teams that are like, here's the offer today. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting played again. I want a team that wants me but, from jump but it, and acts like it. It has nothing to do with that. Let me walk you through this. And it's right? actually connected to Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones threw how many touchdown passes this year? 15. 15. There is not a season in Derek Carr's career where he threw as few as 15 touchdowns. Right. Okay? Yep. If Daniel Jones is going to sign soon and there is a little bit of a clock on this because of the franchise tag, which you can start to Tomorrow. issue in a couple of days. Derek Carr is going to say, "Oh, Daniel got 40 million a year?" Hi. Hi there everybody. I'm Derek Carr. I'm better. He sure. got 40? I'm getting 48. I agree. So, I don't think there's any rush for Derek Carr to sign because financially you may be in a better place letting other guys sign, letting other guys, specifically Jones, make a deal. So, I get your point about wanting to feel wanted. Like, yeah. okay, fine. Everybody wants that. But he also wants his bag. He yeah, wants well, to but get He's going to get the bag. He's getting it no matter where he goes. You don't think one contract affects another? Uh, I think it sometimes they do. Okay. I, I don't think Daniel Jones, well, listen, if Daniel Jones got 40 million bucks, Joe Burrow just cracked a big smile. Right, Trevor Lawrence just started laughing, and Derek Carr is going to get 50. One other thing at you. Yeah. Obviously, he wants to feel wanted. Let's say the Jets made an offer to Derek Carr. I don't believe they did. And if you have information saying I do not have any information that an official offer was made. So they probably didn't make an offer. But let's say they did make an offer. If you're Derek Carr's agent, aren't you saying to yourself, you know what? If the Jets miss on Rodgers, that offer's going up. Because they're going to be more desperate for you— once they've missed out on Aaron Rodgers. So while um, you risk losing the Jets... I don't know, I don't know about as, that. Why? I don't know about that. Why? Who's the backup if they don't get Derek Carr? They don't have one. Oh. Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, Ryan I mean, Tannehill. Yeah, the names. Yeah, no one specific. Right. Now, I think most of us agree, even if we disagree on how big of a difference they are in each other, Derek Carr's the second best option. So you don't think the Jets offer maybe goes up a tad? They're a little bit more desperate? Not, they not based on out, losing Rodgers. Why? Unless it's because... Until Derek Carr says no to the offer, I'm not upping the offer, right? And Derek Carr, I think, also recognizes where he is in his career, what he would have made if he if Vegas didn't cut him, and it's going to be along those lines. All right, why have the Jets not made an offer to Derek Carr? I don't know that they haven't. Find out if they did. I bet you they didn't. But I don't I, think they did. They're not going to tell me, hey, we made him an offer. As much as I do talk with the Jets frequently they're, I know do they're you not going to say, Did you, yeah, oh, yeah, seven year offer, Craig, tell everybody. Do you think they made him an offer? I think they've discussed parameters. So they have made him an offer. I think they've discussed general okay. total value parameters. Usually in free agency, and he's ahead of the curve in free agency, the whole yeah, uh, yeah, cliche right. is you don't let someone leave the room. You go to their house, they come if to you your really house. You want them, that's right. Why it's a hotel offer, I haven't we've discussed. Why haven't they done that? I don't know that they didn't. They haven't because he hasn't signed. How do you know he's not uh, out of the American Dream Hotel uh, thing? Because right he's now? already out of Jersey. We all know. By that. the way, it smelled so bad this morning in Jersey. I know they were killing the horses again for dog food. What? But my, what? What? Yeah, what do you think they do in Elizabeth? What? Yeah, in Patterson. Yeah, they killing the horses for dog food. Is that what you said? They slaughter horses there. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Uh, what do you think they do there? Not that. Yeah, so they must have had a shipment in of like Norwegian horses or something that they didn't make into um, meatballs for um, Ikea. And, boy, it smelled something terrible. Craig, I love you. Yeah, I don't want to hear a damn word about what things smell like. It was because so bad this over morning. Over the weekend, yeah. on Sunday, within three hours, I completed something you've never completed. How do you know? In the course of two hours... My oldest son puked on me. Nice. My youngest son on me. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. In the shower. Oh, What's doesn't up? count. I do mean it doesn't count? In the shower? Yeah. It's even worse because it gets wet and it spreads everywhere. No, it goes what, right down the bro, drain. What, you not, got a bath fitter? What a freaking disaster. Yeah. And I love Spence, yeah. but when it started happening, I'm yeah. like, what are, what are you doing? Did you punish him? I did don't, not, don't punish them because they have uh, bad toilet training habits. I did not punish them. Yeah. But, dude, every... I mean, oh, my... Yeah, don't you have a handheld? No. No, I don't. <laughs> How do you wash it down the drain? What I did is I quickly picked him up, yeah. got him out of the shower, put my son first, cleaned them off, yeah. and then started scrubbing. It was a... Bro. Yeah. I love him. And, and it got on me. Like, yeah, like well, it landed it's on me. duty. It's all right. It's... Have you had that happen? Of course, everyone has at some point in or one another. Day, the puke and the, the yeah, other one? you lock him in his room for the night. I'm not locking anybody in his room. Yeah, you turn off the lights, you scare him to death. <laughs> he won't dump on you ever again. <laughs> Teach him a lesson. What is he, two? <laughs> Should we tour the train? Yeah, it? meanwhile, he's taunting me this morning. He's like, hey, dad, 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 poo-poo on you. Ha, <laughs> ha, ha, poo-poo on you. Ha, <laughs> ha, uh, See, I love this kid. And I'm like, what is going on? Because he knows that you love his brother more. And he's getting back. And she's like, how about taking me to a next no, game? I have. <laughs> and guess what? He did that to me. So we have a special button. You know what I do love? Uh, when young parents uh, share things as if it's only happened to them. And then guys like me, who have kids who are older now and have different problems, because uh, the problems do change as your kids get older, uh, you know, look back and go, uh, you're not the only guy that ever have a kid that you accidentally went <laughs> on. <out."> I'm like... <laughs> You're telling me I'm not the first, right? Like it's so, uh, and we all do the same thing. And yes, it's very relatable. Every dad's gone through it. Thankfully, it was in the sh- shower, at least.
0: Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Wait, 2 year
1: old have what you do to him? <laughs> then you're in trouble. My point is, it happened. I had both in one day. Yeah. Have you ever had both in one day? I don't know if I have, but the vi- I'm, i don't deal with vomit. Oh, so that bothers you? I am. I don't do it. Right down my back. I don't know. Where? In the shower? No, no, no. This was Jet, so it was different kids. Yeah. I was holding him because I was transferring him to Grammy and Grandpa. He was going to visit for a few days with a week off. And as he he was going in the car. He vomited to stay away from Grammy and Grandpa. (laughs) He's like, listen, what do I got to do not to stay with these old people? (laughs) And he went right down my back. Oh, that's bad. And it was my favorite Met shirt. But that's okay. It's love, man. You got plenty more. I got plenty more. Exactly. (laughs) That's right. If you were in that one Houston Astros Gap shirt, then it would have been a problem. Would you have enjoyed that one and a half hour ride back with the entire car smelling like vomit? Would that have bothered you? Hold on. I would have done that. I had no choice. Yeah, you did. What was the choice? You just said you were dropping the boy off at his grandparents. and so then picking him up. And then we decided not to because of what just happened. Right. So, so he I, comes back in the car. Why don't you go into your parents' house and shower? Now we were meeting halfway, so I wasn't at oh, their house. Oh, okay. I'm at it, a train got, station. Got it, okay. My clothes are now completely drenched in you know what. Oh, my he, Lord. What, what are we doing? Like, where are we going there, Craig? So your living fear <laughs> I did, hour and a half in a car, it was beautiful. Windows open? Windows were <laughs> open. Did he feel bad? Did he cry? He, he was like, "I'm sorry, he, pops." He was feeling sick, and he went right back to sleep, which oh, was good. He was so he, had, he wasn't feeling well. Yeah, that seems to be going around. Yeah. You guys are all raising sick kids. I don't get it. Every kid is sick. That's why. It seems like it. Like, this this generation of kids, your kids are sick every other week. Can't go a it. week and a half without. Best kids thing to Tom was not of kids, because with his genes, the kids would never leave the house. <laughs> They'd be like, a boy, in a bubble. <laughs> You know what I think it is, honestly? What's that? And I'm not speaking about you guys specifically. I'm looking at Big Mac as he's young boys as well. Yeah. And I don't know if they're sick or not. I'm sure they're healthy as oxes. That being the case, here's my issue with you guys as dads. Yeah, what's your issue with you guys as dads? Now, you're going to yell at me like, I take my kids from the... Your kids aren't outside enough. Your kids are not outside enough. You mean like physically outside in the backyard? You're raising a generation of kids that are staring at their screens... Inside the house, they don't get out. Are you kidding me? They They don't socialize with other kids every day. What are you talking about? They don't have play dates. They're not knocking the ball around. Are you nuts? They're not scraping their knees. They treat them like fine china. What? That's what your problem is. Let me tell you something. (laughs) After we spent what we spent on that swing in the backyard, I make sure they go out every freaking day to use it. I feel like I need to justify. So Saturday, yeah. we're on the swing. Saturday, we're on the slot. Sunday, <laughs> yeah. even post-poo, yeah. we're on yeah. the slide. So trust me, Craig. Ten minutes on the slide. Yeah. On and the I side. put the rusty nails in myself. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, yeah. kids are out there for ten minutes. They're running back inside. <laughs> Daddy, where's my switch? I want I to switch. I nah. the switch nah. Kept that <laughs> away from them. You kidding me? <laughs> Keep that <laughs> away from them. Daddy, I want to be just like you. I want to watch two events on a, on iPads <laughs> yeah. and have the television. Hey, guess what? We did elimination chamber and the slam dunk contest at yeah. the same time. There you go. Yeah, see, get like just here's what you do. You you throw your kids out back, and just let them be out there for just a half throw hour. Throw them outside. Throw them out back. See what happens. They ain't going nowhere. And in like a half hour, go look for them. Because <laughs> then it's a fun game for you and them. Yeah. Last time you threw your kids out of your backyard, you found a tiki barber autograph football. That's true. Did you not? We did. Yeah, there that's you true. go. We you never know what those kids are going to come back with. find when they're running around outside. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my little, I'm an older parent speech for the day. That's your get off my lawn Well, these speech. kids are sick all the time. Not just your guys' kids. Like people I know of kids like your kids' age. I'm no. like, I don't remember my kids ever being sick. Can I give you sick? my theory? I think this is actually a good one. And I could be wrong. So if doctors want to say I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. I'm just a guy. I think because everybody was locked up. For yeah, over a year. That was definitely a negative. Like, does that not add to it? And that was all of us. That's not just me. That's everybody. We were all locked up yeah. for a freaking year. If you could use a different terminology, I'd appreciate it. Why but, is that? I mean, outside of oh, that. Oh, jeez. So, are you kidding yeah. me? You're going to be so sensitive now. I'm just kidding. Okay. They were put <laughs> yeah. away. <No>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> great. Sure. Sure. Sent up the river. Oh, oh perfect. Behind yeah. bars. going to get it. They were inside. What do you yeah. want to tell you? In the clink. you know. <laughs> How about we just uh, time out? (laughs) (laughs) It was a one-year time out. Yeah, me too. That couldn't help. Uh, It never does. (laughs) It never does.
0: Selling a little or a lot. (laughs) Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now with
1: the mlb app you can get baseball your way